Today we continue the study of the Tariyag Mitzvot, Murabta Mitzvah number 313, the famous and most important Mitzvah of the Ta'anit, Biyom Asiri B'Tishri, which is the fast, the 10th day of Tishri, which is the positive commandment in Emor, as it says in the Pasuk, Be'asor Lahodesh Ve'initem Et Nafshotechem. That's Perechav Gimel Pasuk Havzayin, Obviously, this is referring to the fast of Yom Kippurim. Now, the Torah does not say technically uh, to fast. It says ve'initem, and the Hakamim learn inui nefesh is referring to davar shemeabedet nefesh. That's something that by abstaining from it will cause a reduction of the of the of the of the body of the life, and that of course is when one reduces his intake of achila ushtia, eating and drinking. And the Hakamim then added uh, from the from different pesukim uh, that there's an isur also of rechisa of bathing, sichas anointing, nirata sandal is leather shoes, and of course tashmisha mita. We'll soon see there's a machloket whether this is medoraita or medrabanan. Not eating and drinking, that's for sure medoraita, but the other four uh, afflictions. Now the shortish of this mitzvah, why would we have to abstain on Yom Kippur from these physical um, physical items? And he says, the chinuch, that mehazdeh Hashem, it's actually one of the kindnesses of Hashem, that he established for us one day of the year where we can get kapara for our sins in conjunction with teshuvah. The reason why we're told to, we're commanded to fast is, is because eating and drinking and involving ourselves in the other uh, corporeal pleasures of this world it only arouses the physical, therefore causes us to be drawn after the ta'ava, the lust, of course, and that brings to sin. And then it removes us from the uh, quest for wisdom and to search for the truth, which is the service of God. And uh, he says, which is actually hamatok, hatov hamatok lechol, which is the most good and the sweetest pursuits of all life. But when one is tasting some, something else that is synthetically sweet, so that he's not able to taste the truth, the sweetness of uh, the truth of the Torah and the mitzvot. And therefore, uh, he says, since a person is judged on Yom Kippur as is, like the Pasuk says, so the judge judges you as you are, so it's not proper to come in front of the judge on Yom Kippur uh, with a uh, body filled with food which represents the physical therefore on that day one should remove himself to show that he's trying to uh, attract himself towards the uh, chokhmah and to the emit uh, on that uh, note he lists some of the mitzvot that apply to Yom Kippur number one, even though normally we know that whenever the Torah says you can't eat the shiur is a kezayit However, over here, the Torah does not say don't eat. It says, ve'initem. And therefore, the Gemara learns that the Shiur on Yom Kippur is kakotevet agasa. It's not a kezayit, but it's a little more than that. Uh, the size of an uh, enlarged uh, date. And again, because the Hakamim understand that, until a person eats that size, his mind is not uh, settled. And therefore, still considered his me'uneh. Furthermore, when it comes to drinking, the shi'ur is going to be melo lugmav, which is a cheekful. Now, from here, the rabbi goes on to say that the other four 
restrictions are only asud unless you have an overriding reason to be lenient. For example, if somebody has hatatim scabs in his head and therefore he's in a lot of sa'ar, he would be allowed to anoint himself kedarko. Or a person, let's say, needs to go watch his fruit because he's worried about uh, going to incur a loss of some sort. So he's allowed to walk through the water on Yom Kippur up till his neck, even though by that he's going to be bathing. But again, for its sorich, it's permissible. Uh, so then you see from a way that the rabbi must hold that these things are mitzvah banan, because if they were the oraita, we would not give any of these uh, dispensations. That's one of the proofs they bring that the Hinuch holds that the other four enuim are mitzvah banan. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to shoes, only leather shoes were forbidden, but not of any other uh, uh, species. Furthermore, uh, somebody, God forbid, is deathly ill, is allowed to eat, or actually must eat on Yom Kippur, either by instruction of a rofe baki, an expert doctor, or even if a doctor says don't eat, but he feels that he has to eat, so we trust him and he can eat even without the doctor's uh, permission. Now, interestingly, over here, the Rav digresses and starts to talk about another fast which is most similar to Yom Kippurim, albeit it is clearly on the rabbinical level, and that is Tisha Be'av. He comes along and he says that Hachamim will mahmir on Tisha Be'av with all the stringencies uh, like they were for Yom Kippur. They have to stop the fast starts the night before. Rechitzah is forbidden. Sichah is forbidden. Achilah v'shtiyah is forbidden. Ne'ilat asanat tashmim shamitah are forbidden. And pregnant ladies and nursing ladies must fast just like they fast on Yom Kippurim. Now regarding Yom Kippurim, he says, it applies in all places at all times. It applies to male and female alike. Somebody that transgresses and eats on Yom Kippur, the shoot of a kotevet gasa, uh, he transgresses this positive commandment, but he also is going to transgress a negative commandment that we'll learn about, and it's a lab, and it's punishable by the most severe punishments called karet. If a person ate or drank the shi'ud on Yom Kippur b'shogeg, so then he's only hayav, a korban, korban hatat kevu'ah.